This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani. And this report is sponsored by the Seafire Grill. Frank, we got a little uh, late Christmas gift from Twitter CEO Elon Musk in the form of another Twitter file dump. Diego, you can lower the music now, the dramatic music. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but it was pretty dramatic. So we've got Twitter dump number nine. And once again, we're seeing that the FBI was really involved in trying to tell Twitter what to put out there, what not to put out there. Supposedly, there was so much of correspondence between the FBI and Twitter. They had to have like a separate team, a separate whole category dealing with everything that was just coming in. You know, the FBI was saying it was disinformation and that this was from hacked materials. And now we know that that wasn't the case. So take a listen to hear what Elon Musk said. He was on All In Podcast, and it's it's pretty interesting. Listen. Almost every conspiracy theory that people had about Twitter turned out to be true. So um, he and he also said, like, at the end there, he goes, um, he goes, so he goes, tell me one conspiracy theory that that wasn't true. So, you know, Frank, I know you're up on the overnights and you hear a lot of conspiracy theories and conspiracy theorists. So did you predict this one? Yeah, you know what? I I don't think you had to be Kreskin to see this one coming, right? I mean, I I don't know that a lot of us um, predicted the level of um, FBI coordination with Twitter, but uh, to see kind of the the bias that went on in some sectors of Twitter and to see the length that they went to to suppress certain stories, obviously the Hunter Biden laptop story is the one that got the most attention, but all sorts of other stories like uh, these COVID origin theories and all sorts of other things. That wasn't really much of a uh, a surprise to uh, to me. So I- I'm curious to see what Twitter looks like in the Musk era come 2023. It's been a little chaotic so far, but I'm guessing that you're not going to see this degree of coordination with the FBI. I guess that's fair to say, right, Lydia? I would agree. And do you think, see, see now this sound, I'm going to sound like a conspiracy theorist. I don't think it's limited to just social media. I would not be surprised if a lot of the leaders from the mainstream organizations got phone calls as well from the government saying, hey, watch out for that Hunter Biden story because it's not true. And and that's why they didn't cover it. What do you think? Well, look, I, I mean, I think uh, at least they didn't cover it until after the election. Right now, it seems right, to be right, uh, right. It covered now that the damage uh, uh, now that the damage is uh, is done or, or not. They're done now. Now people have no problem talking about it. It's going to be interesting to see uh, what kind comes out with the uh, the U.S. attorney's report on this. But, uh, it, you know, the thing that I'm hopeful for with Twitter is that it really can be used as a forum for uh, a whole bunch of people to talk with one another about the news, about current events, about life in general. I think the worst thing would be if you see uh, social media networks becoming sort of like cable news outlets, where there's one for liberals, one for conservatives. And uh, it's such a shame that we don't have more and more people talking with one another. 
another. And my hope is that uh, under the Musk era, Twitter will be something that's not only profitable for him so that it doesn't go out of business, but it's something that you can go to and genuinely interact with people that might have a, a different world perspective or a, a different ideology than uh, than you happen to. I know you're a big uh, Twitter person. You're. I'm always asking you where you find these stories and that stories, and you say it's because you follow all these uh, interesting accounts on Twitter. And by the way, if people aren't following Lydia on Twitter, they should be doing so at uh, Lydia News. Uh, there's nobody that has better sources on uh, on Twitter than uh, than you do, Lydia. Where do you think Twitter goes in the Musk era? I think it goes on the same course it's going now. But I, I agree 100% with you, and I'm going to get a lot of heat from this because I usually get, like, the nasty tweets and messages from some of our listeners when I say that we need to reach across the aisle. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to do. It's not good to be in an echo chamber. I follow everybody. I don't care if they're supposedly left or right. I'm actually a registered independent. I just want the truth out there. And I think as a journalist, that's what we should all be – anybody, as an American, we should be all striving for. And that's why it's so important to find out what really happened with Twitter and Facebook and even any any news outlet because – when you have a government dictating what any kind of media outlet is disseminating, that's tyranny. That's propaganda, yeah. and nobody should want that. Yeah, that's one of the things that I, I really like about the work that uh, that you and John Katzimatidis do every evening at 5 p.m., and it's really the one radio show that I make sure never to miss, the Cats at Night show, because there's all these odd combinations of people, Democrats, Republicans, independents, all people from all sorts of walks of life, and you do have a lot of conversations that really aren't being had elsewhere in the media. And it's also one of the shames, you know, we're just getting through the holidays now. And one of the things that I frequently heard from people, including friends of mine and family members of mine, is, oh, no, no, we're not going to discuss politics because we don't want anybody getting upset. And I think that's such a shame that we're now in an era where important issues are not even being discussed among people that disagree with one another for fear that it might uh, turn acrimonious. I mean, what does it say about society these days that we can't even have a conversation? with someone that we disagree with without without it turning into a screaming match. It is astounding to me. Most of my friends, I live here in New York City, born and raised, are Democrats. And we talk about politics all the time. And nine times out of ten, Frank, we usually agree. We usually agree on the same things. They're not for transgender stuff. They're not for open borders. They don't want fentanyl pouring into the country. They don't want a lot of these things that some of the radical left want. So, I think it's just this really loud. Or the radical right. right. Uh, I mean, I see a lot of folks on the radical right. Uh, that seem just as enthusiastic about things like uh, banning certain books and things of uh, of that nature. How was your Christmas, Lydia? My Christmas was amazing. Thank God I didn't fly anywhere because we saw the tens of thousands of flights being canceled. You couldn't pay me enough money to hop (laughs) on a plane during the holidays. I went to my sister's house for Christmas Eve. My dad, he hasn't been feeling well, but he was actually in great spirits and cracking jokes. And then on Christmas Day, I had all the in-laws over. And how about you, Carmine? He got a lot of presents this year? Yeah, he did okay. He took his first steps yesterday, which we were really excited about. So uh, my wife just sent me some photos. Uh, it looks like he's uh, doing his best trying to walk around today, too. So I'm eager to get home and uh, and uh, play with him oh, and some of these was. new toys that he got. But uh, it's always a treat. I have a lot of toys I could give Carmine because my daughter has a whole two closet full of toys now. It's getting out of control 
I think the best thing I should have done is hide them and then reintroduce <laughs> them and wrap them up and have them as her Christmas present. Uh, you know, we're getting, running out of space for all his uh, toys. But, uh, Lydia, thanks so much. It's always a treat to oh. talk with you. This report is sponsored by the Seafire Grill. They have an amazing midtown location, the freshest seafood, the best service. Check check them out, theseafiregrill.com. Thank you, Lydia Serrani. Uh, Lydia reports every morning here on Sid and Friends, and you can check her out every evening with John Katzmatidis at 5 p.m.